Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at World Talk Radio or twitter.com forward slash World Talk Radio. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Hello and welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon in sunny Phoenix, Arizona, broadcasting at the studios of Voice America World Talk Radio. It's one of these absolutely incredible days here at the, the best part of our season. Crisp in the morning, 70s in the afternoon, no clouds in the sky. Uh, it's really remarkable. What a privilege to live here. We're here on this show to have a good time. We're here to talk about how we can do better and be better, and I hope that when the show is over, you feel better than you did when you started. That's one of our goals. We thank Alice Cooper for that theme song, No More Mr. Nice Guy. We play that because people forget that when they do a lot of work and self-improvement and they begin to take their power back, they hit a time or a place that they're not quite so nice when they realize that They've been saying yes to everything and don't really have to, and they decide to set a new agenda. Other people may perceive that as not so nice anymore. It's going to happen to all of us sooner or later, most likely, so just know that that's what's going on and smile, knowing that you're making progress. Uh, Alice Cooper, by the way, has a remarkable story, uh, a tremendous self-improvement story. Actually, he went from... You know, to hell and back, uh, almost literally. But now in Phoenix, he's one of the nicest guys in town. He's known for his generosity, for his kindness. He works with the youth group to help young people. He's really a remarkable man. He's going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on March 14th, along with one of my other favorites, Neil Diamond. And we'll all be watching, and we wish him well. And one of these days... Somehow, by some hook or crook, we're going to have him on this show. We're looking for sponsors, uh, people who'd like to have exposure on this show and also on the self-improvement blog. They'll get a double whammy. So if you're interested, contact Scott Duffy at Voice America or me on the self-improvement blog. The self-improvement blog, you find by putting all of that down, theselfimprovementblog.com. 
and you'll find us. Enjoy your stay there. If you have some suggestions for things you'd like to see on that blog, let me know. I work on it every day. I do have guest authors. If you'd like to write for it, give me a little note, and we'll see what we can do for you. I'd love to see your work on my blog. I want to acknowledge and thank our engineer, Chad. He's the best around. Uh, he makes this show possible, and when it glitches, it's not his fault. It's most likely mine, and that's okay. He's the expert. I don't pretend to be. World Talk Radio, Voice America, is the pioneer in Internet talk radio, and if you're interested in having a radio show of your own, call them first. They make it really easy for you to be successful on your show. Next week's guest... Speaking of Voice America, Jeff Spinard. Jeff is the head of Voice America World Talk Radio and a success story in every sense of the word. And one of the, one of the things we like to look at here is successful people and how they did it and what their vision is and you know how they make things work. He's been in broadcast media for over 16 years and now owns World Talk Radio LLC, which is the home to Voice America and the World Talk Radio Networks. <clears throat> He's former president of Motivox Internet Radio Division and served on their board of directors. He's been here now as he owns a station, building it up, putting on new things. He has so many great ideas for the future. I can guarantee you're going to want to be a part of it. Um, it. It's to Jeff's credit that Internet Talk Radio has become what it is today. He's one of the leading minds in the industry. And I'm excited to have him on the show. We're going to ask all the questions we think people interested in self-improvement would like to know, but I know you want to know how he got here and how he made it successful. A little story about my history with this network. I find it kind of interesting. I hadn't really thought about it until I talked to Jeff about being a guest. Way back before Jeff was even here, there, this little tiny play, uh, station called Boombox Radio was in existence. I had a lovely man in my life at the time who knew a woman who was a psychic. She invited me to be on her radio show, which was on Boombox Radio. So we went to Tempe. It was dark. It was raining. It was at night. And so I took my son, and we went to Tempe and did this radio show in what seemed to me something like a closet. Um, I talked about hypnosis. She talked about being a psychic. And we had a really great time. My son sat and talked to the then owners of the station and got so fascinated in it that he became a part of it. He worked for basically no salary for a while and came home with all these wonderful stories. When they started talk radio seriously, they needed some people, so they asked me to be on the show, to have a show. And so I started the ALS um, show because by then we had discovered that Stephen had ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease and there was so little known about it and there was so little to offer people who had the disease and the caretakers that I said yes I'd do it and so for a number of months I did a show I think in the beginning it was three times a week and then we uh, and we kind of realized that was too much and I did it once a week until Stephen went into um, hospice and that was the end of his life and I could not do that show after that, but it was wonderful experience. I think we helped a lot of people during that time, and I have a big heart for Voice America World Talk Radio because of that. 
This week's guest is somebody incredibly special. It's David G. of the Chopra Center. He serves at the Chopra Center as lead educator, dean of Chopra Center University, and vice president of new development. And he's going to join us at a quarter after whatever the hour is at your place. At mine, it's a quarter after 1. In California, it's a quarter after 12. So on the East Coast, it's a quarter after 3, and he'll join us then. He grew up in New York City, where he was 25 years in, co in the corporate world. He was a management consultant, an author, an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, a COO or chief operating officer of a company, and a business advisor. He was in New York on 9-11. Shortly after watching those Twin Towers fall, he left New York on a journey of self-discovery. I think many, many, many of us felt like doing that at the time. It certainly gave us all a chance to reflect on who we are and what we want in this, on, in this life. His journey took him to Oxford, England, where he met Deepak Chopra and then on to India where he discovered his greater purpose and we're going to talk to him about that when he joins us. He now lives in Carlsbad, California and travels the world with Drs. Deepak Chopra and David Simon teaching meditation. He's the head of their meditation program in Carlsbad. Teaches stress management, personal transfer transformation at the Chopra Center, workshops, retreats, programs, and immersions. I don't know how he does all that. We're going to find out. David G. is a certified perfect health Ayurvedic lifestyle educator, the center's lead primordial sound meditation instructor, and a guiding force behind helping others learn the practical tools to integrate these timeless teachings into their 21st century lives. That's a lot. Um, at the end, of, we're going to talk to him for a little while. We're not going to have a break in the middle like we usually do. We're going to talk to him and then go to break and come back to have him lead us in a meditation. Now, if you have not experienced one of David G.'s meditations, you are in for an incredible treat. They're absolutely wonderful. Uh, so right now, while we're waiting for him to come, be sure you're comfortable. Have a place that you can be comfortable during the meditation if you're ties too tight or your skirts too tight, uh, you know, take care of that so you're not uncomfortable and distracted by being uncomfortable. Find a place that's quiet. Turn off your cell phone. Turn off your regular phone if, you, if you're near one. Do whatever you can to be sure that when we get to the meditation, um, you're ready uh, because you don't want to miss a word of this. I got into meditation some time ago when I was very ill, right after my divorce. I was a total basket case. I developed chronic fatigue syndrome. I was in bed for three months, could hardly move. The doctor said, hey, there's no treatment for this. If you're going to get well, you're going to have to do it for yourself. I didn't really know how to do that, but I knew that if I did it, it was going to have to involve my mind and my spirit because my body wasn't doing anything. And I found some tapes. We used to have a store called the Talking Bookstore way before the days of all the digital media that we have now. And I'd go down there when I felt well enough to drive, and I'd drive by watching the center line in the street. I shouldn't have been in the car at all. 
But I found a lot of tapes and even a couple videos on meditation, and I got into meditation. I got into doing reading about positive things. I got into spirituality, and I recovered absolutely, totally, and have made meditation a part of my life ever since. So you know, it's a, it's a, maybe the most important, most powerful self-improvement tool that there is available. Or at least in my mind it is because it gets you focused, it gets you centered, it helps you figure out who you are. You'll find that as you're spending more and more time in quality meditation that you begin to have new thoughts about things. Things take on a different look, a different meaning. Your life takes on a new quality very subtly. It's not a, you know, a, like you got a whack across the head or anything. It's very subtle. But at some point, you realize that your life has changed, and it's changed for the better. And that's what David G. is going to show you today. Um, when, he, when we do the meditation, and you're comfortable, and you're quiet, and all of those things, know that in that last segment when we start it, we won't introduce him, and we won't say goodbye at the end of it. We'll just go into the meditation. We'll have 15 minutes of David G. leading us. And then when the meditation music plays again, the, the show will be over. So, you know, be sure and remember that next week is Jeff Spinard, and we want you to hear it, and we want you to remember to come back. And uh, uh, David G. is going to tell you about some exciting things that they're having. So hopefully this is the first of many meditations you'll do with David G. It's time now for us to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with the Self-Improvement Show for World Talk Radio. We'll be right back with David G. very soon. you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market in sue mcdaniel's book i am heart she talks about feelings now sue is ready to bring her book blogs and topics of interest to the world talk radio variety channel I Am Heart will discuss concepts and ideas that affect all of us and will provide experts and solutions to help everyone. Sue, speaking through I Am Heart, will answer your questions, share your answers, and learn together with you. Each program will have topics you've suggested, homework to learn about yourself, and moments of connection. Tune in to I Am Heart, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on World Talk Radio Variety. Sometimes it seems that life is just throwing you one obstacle after another. There are many people who have overcome or are overcoming their personal obstacles in order to succeed. Hear them talk about these barriers and how they overcame them on American Dreams, The Sky is the Limit, featuring host Jen Robertson. Jen herself overcame life struggles to become one of the most in-demand motivational speakers in the world today, as well as a best-selling author. Tune in to American Dreams, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. 
show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, and my guest, David G., or as they call him at the Chopra Center, DG, is on the line with us. David G., welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you so much, Irene. It's great to uh, be here. I love your music. No more Mr. Nice Guy. I'm such a (laughs) Alice Cooper fan. Well, you know, he's being inducted into the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on March 14th. Right, yeah, he's a trendsetter from my my (laughs) early days in rock and roll. The reason we have that is because when you're really on a self-improvement path, sometimes you hit that place where you realize that you've been saying yes to everything and you don't have to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so some people think you're not a nice guy anymore for a while. So Uh, we picked that as our theme song, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm glad you're a fan. That's nice to know. I want to ask you some questions because I know our audience wants some answers just as much as I do. I've read a little bit about your story. I know that you worked in New York um, as a high executive, actually, until the bombing of the Twin Towers or the the crashing into the Twin Towers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you left then on your spiritual quest. Can you can you share with us what nudged you to do this after this incident? What what did you think you needed to find? Um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a great question. I, I was uh, born and raised in in New York City, so I'm a New York um, resident, uh, or at least uh, I grew, I started my life there, and so that's uh, certainly the the, the uh, initial seeds of my trajectory, which even brought me to this. Uh, and I'd been in and out of the corporate world. Um, I had, uh, over those years, I had gotten involved somewhat in having meditation as a tool in my life. And and then um, on and off over 5, 10, 15, 20 years, meditation slipped away from me, and I noticed that there was no more balance left in my life. I noticed that I had traded in my morning meditation for a 4.30 a.m. train ride into the World Trade Center, and I had traded in my evening meditation uh, for a couple of double scotches. Uh-huh. Uh, I would wake up in the uh, two in the morning with a knot in my stomach that I held on until I medicated it away around midnight. Um, my relationships really were, I don't know, caustic at best. Uh, my core relationships with my wife and family um, were strained. My work relationships um, were were disturbed. And really the thing I, that I found most uh, interesting in my life, a, real, a sense of balance was gone. And as I looked around, I realized that emotionally and physically, um, I had really lost balance in my life. And when I th- 
tried to figure out what was missing, I was no longer meditating, and I wasn't in my dharma. I wasn't uh-huh. really doing anything that had anything to do with what I believed was my purpose. <laughs> what a difference that makes. Yeah, that, I think that's one of the, it's one of the core things that, that you can uh, do. So I was encouraged to, uh, to leave my, uh, the, the job that I had by a lot of friends who said, you're so unhappy, you're not doing what you like, you don't really like the people you work with, you don't like the work that you're doing. It may be worth it to just jump and see if the net appears. And so, uh, you know, Winston Churchill has that great line, when you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> yeah, the only way out is through. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I continued that. I went to a uh, workshop in Oxford, England, uh, that Deepak Chopra was hosting, called Seduction of Spirit, Seven-Day Meditation Retreat. Uh-huh. And at the time, my, my heart was so heavy, and, and I felt like about a, I had a 500-pound weight on my chest, and it was as if my heart was this white linen cloth that had been immersed in black India ink for so long. But each day of these deep meditations and truly opening up to, to deeper questions, not necessarily getting the answers yet, but having much deeper questions like, who am I? What do I want in my life? And what is my purpose? By exploring those uh, questions... Uh, day after day, and through that process of meditating, I slowly opened my heart, and that white linen cloth that had been so immersed in black India ink, day by day, got trickled through a stream and cleansed uh. and cleansed and cleansed. And on day four, for the first time in many, many years, I felt joy again. And so that was really the beginning of, of, of just an opening and an awareness of how wonderful and how deep my life could be when I was pursuing the things that were nurturing to me and I was making conscious choices that supported my ongoing development. Oh, I hope our listeners heard that. You gave me goosebumps. Uh, it, it took a great deal of courage to leave the life you were used to. I mean, I guess you'd call that a true leap of faith. But uh, Some people in my family uh, refer to it <laughs> as total insanity. <laughs> I know that one. You know, to, to step away from everything that uh, <coughs> creates that, quote, false sense of, of certainty, you know, uh, a job with a contract and a... Um, you know, a, a consistent flow of, of income, and uh, but but the only way we can truly touch new things is by stepping away from the other thing. I think that's with relationships. I think that's with career decisions. Uh, I think that's even with emotional choices about uh, about what we want to have uh, deeper fulfillment in our lives. We we can't keep. A foot in each world. We actually have to lift one foot up and trust that the universe will deliver us to a place where we can be in a space of, of, of new growth. There's and a wonderful saying that goes, he who walks down the middle of the road gets hit go, you know, from both ways. <laughs> right. <That's perfect. laughs> that, that is great. <laughs> so one of the questions I know our listeners would have, uh, you went on to India. After this? Uh, yes, I left uh, after Oxford on the seventh day. I headed off to India. wasn't really sure what I would uh, experience or explore or find. I think I was looking for the guru or some type of external answer. I traveled around India for, for many months just trying to get to a space. If I got there and I liked it, I stayed. And if I went to a place and I didn't, uh, I left. And that was, I, I journeyed through, I think, as long as my visa would permit which I think is five months and 29 days. I'm not sure what it is right now. But at that moment in time, it was uh, actually I was laying in a hammock in southern India after 
praying and meditating, doing my own little version of, of Eat, Pray, Love, and um, I suddenly had the aha moment that the guru is inside. The guru, uh. rests, the guru rests within, within and, and perhaps the answer to every question you could ever ask yourself rests within. You just have to give yourself permission to go there. And uh, sometimes it's not the answer you want to hear, and sometimes it's not the, the most easygoing and flowing, um, but you need to listen to that divine source um, inside. And it told me that um, I had work to do in my life, on myself, and that I could uh, certainly uh, support other people in this process as well. So I came back and came to the Chopra Center, got certified to teach meditation. That was July 14th, 2003, Bastille Day. That was my moment of rebirth, and uh, I've been on this path ever since, teaching people you know, around the world on behalf of Deepak Chopra and David Simon and the Chopra Center for Well-Being to, uh, to really tap into that stillness and silence that rests within, because from that space comes infinite possibilities, and from that space comes the pure potentiality of the universe, and um, everything is possible from that moment. I think you just answered the question. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask how to ask you to tell your our listeners how you knew how you knew when you'd found it. But you had that aha moment. Do you think everyone who seeks can realize an aha moment such as well, that? Well, I think if you're listening closely enough, you can hear it. Uh, actually, um, I, I, it's not as poetic as as I uh, just. May, yeah, have, may, have, may have floated. I came to the Chopra Center because a friend of mine said, all right, so now you're back from India, and all you do is sit around and meditate. Why don't you uh, learn to teach other people meditation? And I said, listen, uh, I'm from New York. I don't care about other people's meditation. <laughs> oh, that's an honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and my friend said, okay, don't think in an altruistic sense, but if you really want to take your practice to the next level, then becoming a teacher of it is where you need to be. So I said, I'll buy that. And so I went to the Chopra Center to fulfill my second requirement on the teacher's path to being a primordial sound meditation instructor. And uh, that's where I met David Simon. I had not met him before. I'd only met Deepak. And it was a love connection. And uh, I volunteered in the first couple of days that I met him. And he was... uh, he was, uh, you know, so uh, so loving and so accepting and so uh, guiding uh, of me. And uh, it was really after spending just a few days in his presence with Deepak and David and tapping into the wisdom of Ayurveda and, and meditating with them that I realized um, I want to share this with the world. Yeah. I want people to, uh, this is so cool. Uh, if people don't know about this, they should know. And if they do know about it, I think I can help them. And everyone's got to be open. You know, you can't bang someone over the head and say, you're out of balance. You need to meditate. No, um, they won't hear that. Then, yeah. Yeah, they, they have that, That's sort of where I come in. I try to get people kind of ready to, uh, to right. hear what's going to be said down the road. Yeah, tell, well, us a li- tell us a little bit about what you do with the Cho- Chopra Center. Tell us about primordial meditation. Yeah, well, so when I came to the Chopra Center, you know, I, I uh, started, you know, meditating, and then I got certified to teach meditation, then I got certified in Ayurveda, you know, to teach that, and then slowly um, I became, you know, the primary teacher of this, and then I became the lead educator, and then um, I became the dean of Chopra Center University, and um, I've really just dedicated myself for these last, you know, eight years to, to helping people access 
these timeless teachings that David Simon and Deepak Chopra have made so uh, translatable and so understandable. Because, you know, I, I guess uh, to a certain extent, uh, I see myself as a demystifier. You know, I'm from, I'm from New York. Uh, our BS detectors are on pretty <laughs> strong. And uh, I, I want people to be able to tap into these teachings for the right reasons, not because they believe the Buddha is going to come down and whisk them away or because they can astrally project into their neighbor's living room or because they're going to suddenly, you know, have the aha moment where the light comes into their head, but because step by step and bean by bean, you know, the bag gets filled and, and their life will become better and more fulfilling slowly if they can just take these steps be- towards self-development, not in a woo-woo, mystical way, but in a, in a real world, scientifically proven and, and comfortable way. And, and if you get comfortable with that in time, you start to see your, your aspects of spirit within and your aspects of source within. So you don't need to start at that level trying to believe in something. You can really just say, I want to lower my blood pressure or learn to sleep better at night. And then slowly you'll start making more conscious decisions. Slowly your relationships will become more emotionally intelligent. And slowly your connection to that divine aspect of yourself will begin to flower. And, and I define spirituality as just the journey from your own distinct individuality to your most universal and divine self. Oh, I like that. It's so exciting when all of a sudden you realize that over a period of time you've changed. And, and you're yeah. not aware of the change right. as it's so happening. Right, so that's sort of the aha moment. Yeah. It's not when you see the light, uh, but it's suddenly when you realize, you know what, no matter what life is delivering to me, I, I'll be okay. Yeah, and it's there may be some struggles, but but I'm going to trust in the universe, trust in my heart, and I'm going to take the next step. Ah, uh, yeah. So we so we're sure we get it in. Tell us about the 21 day meditation challenge coming up. I want to be sure everybody hears about this. I don't want to run out of time and Thank not you. do that's, that. That's um, you know the 21 day meditation challenge uh, being offered by the Chopra Center is a great gift. First of all, it's free. So you can, you can actually log on and tap into a 21-day program of meditation that has guided meditations. Um, the, most of the meditations of the 21 days, um, sort of like the host of the, of the journey, but Deepak will be doing a guided meditation, and David Simon will be doing a guided meditation, and several of our certified primordial sound meditation teachers around the world, uh, we've invited them to participate in that process as well. And so essentially what you do is uh, you um, each day, once you enroll, and you do that by going to Chopra.com slash 21, the number, day, 21 day, uh, Chopra.com slash 21 day, you go there and you enroll, log on, and each day a, uh, a, medita- a guided meditation is delivered to you. And there's a topic, a theme for each day, and we go through chakras, and we go through energy, and we go through experiences meditation, and we go through breath awareness and mantra meditation, and so many other different types of meditation and other aspects of meditation. And I'm sure you're familiar with you know, Stephen Covey, the time management guru. Uh, he wrote Seven Habits of Highly Successful right. People. And he says, you know, do something, do some behavior for 21 days, and it will become ritualized within you. And that's why most people stop meditating. They're waiting for the Buddha to come and land on them, and it doesn't happen after three days, and so they quit. They quit. You know, it's our expectation is so high, and the results are so subtle that we sort of, like, don't feel it. But 
through this process of committing for 21 days, but it's effortless. You just plug in and put your headphones on or turn your iPod on or, you know, whatever that is. And uh, after 21 days, meditation is part of you. And, and when it's over, a, you miss it terribly. <laughs> yes, yes, you miss it terribly, and so you continue the you ritual. Continue you continue doing it. The behavior no differently than you than you brush your teeth. Yeah, uh, and, and I know there are a lot of people listening who are seasoned meditators, but that's okay to oh, do yes. this. The, uh, you know, <laughs> we've, we the last uh, the last twenty one day meditation challenge that we had, um, we had more than fifty thousand people. Oh. Um, so even when you're meditating, knowing that at any given moment there's tens of thousands of people tapping into that same experience with you. It's transformational. Deepak Chopra says we transform the world by transforming ourselves. Oh, I totally you agree know, with we that. We make the shift inside, and I'm sure, Irene, that's, you know, that's really what the, the self-improvement blog and the self-improvement show are really all about, that, that self-transformation which shifts everything outside of you. And here's an effortless way to do it. It's a true effortless way to do yeah, it. And, I, and, you're, and you're not alone. You have, have 50,000 of your closest meditating friends going on that journey with you. Isn't well. that a delightful, empowering thought? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And the, the meditation, each one is so unique and so wonderful. I did the last one, and I, I'm going to do it again. I'll do it every time you have it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, just beautiful. Um, because I've been saying that for like, I don't know, six or seven years. I've been saying to all my students, um, you know, you send me an email in 21 days, you know, and, 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 let's, and let's stay connected. And it really was my intention just to keep their awareness on the process for three weeks. And 75% of the people who reach out to me after 21 days continue to meditate. And I think that's unheard of. I think the retention yeah. rate for people continuing to meditate is, is way below that. But when you do it for 21 days, it just sticks. And you love it, and you see it as a gift rather than a chore. Oh, you know, I, I, I'm not real excited every day about getting up. Mm -hmm. But when I was doing the meditation, I did it the first thing in the morning when I got up because that's what you said to do. Right. And um, I couldn't wait to get up. I wanted to get in there and do this meditation. And, and I, I think probably most people feel that way. I'm so glad you're doing it again. Uh, well, thank you for being such an eager participant. First, <laughs> we didn't know if anyone would even enroll, and then fifty thousand people jumped on board. So, well, see, I nag good. all the time on the self improvement blog about meditation. I, I, I probably talk about meditation more than anything else because I think it is the premier, primary, essential self improvement tool. If you're serious about doing self improvement, you really must meditate because it all happens within. Right. Nothing yeah. else we do can shift us from activity to stillness. Everything nope. else we do, including dreaming, there's an, uh, there's an activity aspect. And so how long does it take till you get in your house till you click on something or pet the dog or sing a song or have a conversation or start to cook or eat or watch TV or read or whatever that is? How long does it take before, when you get in your car before you turn on your iPod or pop in a CD or turn on the radio or illegally text or do whatever any of those things are? We live in a realm of activity. And when we can disconnect from that, even just for a few moments, a couple of times a day, and tap into that reservoir of beautiful stillness and silence that rests within, then our next thought, our next action, our next word can be anything. And that suddenly moves us away from every other constriction that has ever existed in our lives. Mm. Nice thought. 
If you could pick one thing that you would tell people to do to help their meditation be successful, what would it be? I have no expectation about what's supposed to happen. Just like when you go to the gym, you know, if you're pumping iron, you're not expecting your biceps to suddenly pop out in two seconds. When you're running on the treadmill, you're not suddenly expecting to drop 20 pounds just because you're putting one foot in front of the other. Meditation, meditation is the exact same way. Have no expectations. Just meditate, and you'll receive the benefits in your waking state in the other 23 hours of your life. And so just do it. Feel great. Open your eyes. Come back here with the rest of us. And that's where the true reality of meditation sinks in, where you're more creative, more intuitive, more compassionate, and more fulfilled. Yeah, when I first started meditating, I thought I was going to have some grand spiritual experience every time I sat down, and I was so disappointed that I didn't, and it took me quite a while yeah. to get over that. <laughs> I think we all learned about meditation from watching, uh, you know, uh, David Carradine on Kung Fu oh, yeah. and Kwai Cheng and Grasshopper, or watching that, that second Jim Carrey Ace Ventura movie where he's levitating in the jungle with the monkey. And I never could do that. Right, of course not, and so then it's obviously not working, right? And that then, was our, yeah. That was our assessment. And so if I could tell them one thing, it would be whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Now, in a minute, not right now, but in a minute, we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we're just going to play meditation music, and you can start. I won't say, David G., lead us. We won't do any of that. And when the music starts again, we're finished, and we won't say anything to interrupt the state that some people may have achieved. So before we even go to break, I want to tell you how delighted I am to have you on the show, how meaningful what you've said is to me and I'm sure to our audience. And uh, oh, we'd love to have you back for a whole show at some point. Um, it's, been, it's been my pleasure to, uh, to spend time with you and your listeners. And, you know, uh, anytime I'm given the opportunity to prattle on about meditation <laughs> or, and, and its benefits and help connect people to to the god or goddess yeah. embryo. I'd like to encourage people to go to the Chopra site. It's just Chopra.com. Chopra.com. Because you have a radio show and they can get to it from there. We do have a radio show. We also have so many other different types of programs, some featuring Dr. Simon, some featuring Deepak, some featuring our, our team of master educators. Uh, there are so many different access points from just downloading a guided, a free guided meditation to uh, spending a week with us in Whistler meditating. Well, I can spend a week on your website. I try not to go there too often because I don't get my work done. <laughs> so when we're going to go to break now. When we come back, David G., you just do us a meditation. Um, and so I will say to you and to all those others out there, the short break namaste this is irene conlon for the self-improvement radio show we'll be right back now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market are you looking for tips, tricks, secrets, and techniques that you can use anywhere, anytime, on virtually any problem? Tune in to Magic at Your Fingertips with EFT virtuoso Teresa Bolin. You are a divine manifestation of love and light. 
Take back control of your life and create the life that you want using EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You'll overcome the obstacles that stand in the way of living your heart's desire. Magic at Your Fingertips airs live at 6 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern, and 10 p.m. in Japan on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. We all lead busy lives, and sometimes we think we can't take care of our health. We battle food addictions, time restrictions, and media conflictions when it comes to our health. Now, you can tune in to the Dare to be Healthy show with host Alia Almoayed. Good health comes to those who dare to take the leap into the amazing world of natural healing. Find out what it's like to look and feel great. And finally, live your life to its maximum potential. Let Alia and her guests show you how. Dare to be Healthy is broadcast live Mondays at 11 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at World Talk Radio and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Hello, this is David G. And welcome to a guided meditation. We're going to, uh, since it's close to the beginning of the year, we're going to have a, an intention-setting guided meditation. We're going to do some emotional release. We'll get clear on what we want to happen in 2011. And through the power of your own core, the power of your own intention-setting, your own emotional releasing, and your own personal commitment, we will together join in making 2011 the most amazing year of your life. So the most important thing you can do right now is to get a little comfortable. It's important that throughout this entire process you're not struggling or straining or pushing yourself beyond any type of limitations. So sit comfortably or lay down on the floor comfortably. Uh, you don't have to cross your legs or make your hands into mudras or anything along those lines. Comfort is the most important aspect of this process. And before we begin, let's just get centered a little bit. So before we close our eyes, let's take a long, slow, deep breath in. And then hold it for a few moments in here. Hold that breath within. and gently release it out. And let's do that one more time. Slowly breathe in. And hold it. And gently let it go. And you should feel yourself just slowing down just a little bit. And feel free to close your eyes right now. 
And now with our eyes closed, let's take another long, slow, deep breath in. And hold it. And let's gently release. And now just gently follow your breath in and follow your breath out. Notice when you're breathing in. Notice when you're breathing out. Breathe through your nostrils. Breathe in and out through your nostrils. And as you gently breathe in through your nostril, almost feel the air as it flows into you, just coming into the tips of your nostril. And feel it flow through your sinus. Feel it move into the back of your throat. Feel it move down into your lungs, the top of your lungs, the middle of your lungs, down into your belly, Notice that as you breathe in, there's this little space between your inhale and your next exhale. And as soon as you hit that space, then you start to exhale back out, moving that air from your belly into your chest, into the back of your throat, into your sinus cavity, and back out through your nostrils. And let's just place our awareness on that process just for a little bit. You just keep breathing. Witness your breath witness this moment and notice that as you gently follow your breath in and out you actually have shifted your attention from the past and from the future to the now and that's one of the most beautiful things you can do this is called present moment awareness. So keep breathing. Keep breathing. It's so important that you just gently keep breathing in and staying in this moment. So let's just do that in silence for a few moments here. in the ancient Vedic text known as the Bhagavad Gita there's an expression in chapter 2 verse 48 Yogasta Kuru Karmani Yogasta Kuru Karmani and essentially what this means is Yogasta means established in being established in oneness That's the state that we are in right now, just being, not doing, just witnessing our breath. We are established in being. And then kuru karmani, perform action. That's how we get the word action from karma. Yogasta kuru karmani, established in being, perform action. So let's have that as our mantra. Keep breathing. Don't forget to breathe. But let's stay in that space of yoga sta kuru karmani. So don't try to sync that with your breath because sometimes you'll be inhaling and sometimes you'll be exhaling. Just continue to breathe. 
and let the vibration, don't say it out loud, just let that vibration, yoga sta kuru karmani, established in being, perform action. Established in being, perform action. Continue to gently breathe. And essentially what we're doing through this process is we are meditating because meditation is slowing and quieting the fluctuations of the mind. And that's what we're doing. Our mind is getting a little more relaxed. All that stuff that was swirling around us just moments ago is still swirling, but we are the calm amidst the chaos. Take a deep breath in right now. And gently release it. We are the calm amidst the chaos. We are the stillness within the eye of the storm. And you realize it's not what's happening around you. It's what you do with that information, how you respond to it, how you live your life with it. Keep breathing. Let's take a long, slow, deep breath in. And gently let that go. In primordial sound meditation, before we begin our practice, we ask ourselves a few questions. And so let's ask ourselves those questions right now. Firstly, let's ask, Who am I? Who am I? And sometimes you may define yourself as a, a mother, a father, a vice president of marketing, a child, a sibling, a friend. But those are just labels. You're so much deeper than that, so much more expanded than that. So ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? Sometimes answers will flow. Sometimes there'll be no answers. Simply keep asking the question. An answer may come to you weeks from now, but now is a perfect time to establish your connection to the universe. Who am I? Who am I? Keep asking yourself that question. And next, let's ask, what do I want? What do I want? And the answers can be material, ethereal, physical, emotional, spiritual. What is it that I really really, really want. And continue to ask yourself that question. And again, sometimes answers will flow so obviously to you. Sometimes there'll be no answers. Simply keep asking that question, and over time, they will flow and flower and bloom. And next, let's ask, what is my dharma 
or purpose in life? This is a fairly powerful question. So to help you, ask these three questions. How can I help others? How can I heal others? How can I serve others using my unique gifts and my special talents? Now let's plant these intentions like seeds in the fertile soil of our heart and soul. Take a deep breath in. And let's release these questions, release the answers, release them out into the ether. We'll leave it up to the universe to answer. We'll leave it up to spirit to sort out the details. And let's just go back to our mantra, Yoga Sta. Kuru Karmani, established in being, perform action. Yogasta, Kuru Karmani, established in this oneness, this unity, perform action. And if we have one intention, we would like to see unfold for 2011, and you may have a list of 50, but let's select one, single-mindedness of purpose. What is it? Don't make it about somebody else. So if you're just about to say, oh, I want this person to fall in love with me, instead make it about you and say, I want to become so attractive that this person can't even resist me. No one can resist me, but don't make it about them. Make it about what can you shift? What step can you take? within a perspective shift an action the Bhagavad Gita chapter 2 verse 47 says we have total control over our own actions but no control over the fruit of those actions so let's let go of consequences let's let go right now of every possible ripple from this action what do you want to see happen in your life you know what the consequences are. You know what the repercussions are. You know what the ripplings can be, but you don't directly impact them. What you impact are your words, your thoughts, and your deeds. Your words, your thoughts, and your own actions. Don't make this about anything else. Right now, have an intention about words you're going to speak, thoughts you're going to have guide you, or actions, behaviors you will step into. And let's invite that intention into our heart right now. Just invite that in. Plant that seed. Take a deep breath in and let go of the outcomes. We don't control the outcome. We just control our words, our thoughts, and our own deeds. And now, very, very gently, return back to your breath. Return back to your breath. And 
I want to invite you, as I've invited everyone who connects to the Chopra Center for Well-Being and in our world, our collective consciousness, to make a commitment to make 2011 the most amazing year of your life. If we tried to make it the best year of our life, that would put way too much pressure on us. But making it the most amazing year of our life can actually help us. Because in every moment we have a choice between a grievance and a miracle. And if we commit to making it the most amazing year, we'll choose miracle a little more often. So I invite you to join me, the entire Chopra Center family, and everyone in our collective consciousness to make 2011 the most amazing year of our life. And so on behalf of Deepak Chopra, David Simon, the Chopra Center for Well-Being, and our amazing staff and team of healers and teachers around the world, I look forward to seeing you in the gap, in that space, within. And I look forward to sharing this collective consciousness to make 2011 truly the most amazing year of your life. From the sweet spot of the universe, Carlsbad, California, this is David G. wishing you peace and namaste. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.